they buried me in the water and I came out new. Ha <laughs> ha! Now I'm baptized in blood. Welcome to the Officer Autumn podcast, the only podcast designed specifically for female cops in mind. I hope you enjoy this podcast episode. If you love the music, go check out One Time Music. He's a fellow Leo. You can check him out in the show notes. And his full song, Baptized in Blue, is at the end of this episode. The idea that women in law enforcement really aren't banding together is killing me. And um, I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of women. Um, that is my job now. I mentor and coach uh, women in law enforcement and women who want to get into law enforcement. Um, I've been coaching for eight years. I think going on nine years this year. Holy shit. Uh, I've been coaching first responders for a long time. I've just recently within this last year been focusing on women in law enforcement because I noticed, you know, we don't have anybody out there teaching us stuff. And and it is, you know, you can say whatever you want, but the job just is different for us. So, you know, I found it within myself to say, you know what, I see this gap, I'm going to fill it. And so here I am. And so I, I was talking to one of my clients yesterday and we were, you know, and she's a highly successful state trooper and um, she went from a city job um, as a city cop that was really sucking the life out of her for f- after five years and she ended up getting this dream position and she's killing it and she's so happy and you know but we got into this conversation about um you know women in law enforcement so let's talk about this because I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I have all of the answers this is really you know I'm going to tell you my opinion this is Um, something I want you to think about. Definitely, if you want to come and comment on any of my stuff on the socials, um, come on to, you know, I'm going to be starting a live Q&A show um, held a couple times a week on Instagram and TikTok. Come and like, let's talk about this because why do women, you know, really cut each other down at the knees? Like that's, I want to talk about that. Like it's, so like when I first started, you know, and let's just backtrack and let me just remind you, I mean, women really only make up 12% of law enforcement. So there's over 700,000 full-time officers in the United States and women only make up 91,000 of them. Okay. So like there are so few of us. My job is to expand that number. I want women to not only stay in the career and thrive in the career. I want to encourage more women to do this job. Uh, I think that we need more squared away officers. We need more capable officers. And that's my job. So, you know, when when I was first getting in the job, um, I didn't work with any females. There were no female uh, deputies because I worked for a sheriff's office. There were none, period, the end. It was just me. 
that was a that was incredibly hard. I spent a lot of time with the guys. I spent a lot of time with my staff sergeant. He was excellent. He still is somebody who I just really love and respect to this day. He really took me under his wing um, for a multitude of reasons. He helped me to get to my next level because they were never going to put me on the road. So I was um, I worked court security and transport. This was when I was 20 years old. It was definitely the best one of the best entries into law enforcement. If you ask me, I learned so fucking much. Um, but he knew that that agency was just never going to put me on the road. He knew it. He's like, look, they're never going to put you on the road. I don't care what they say. They don't love females here. It's just, I, I'm just being real. And that realness, right, wrong, or indifferent, which we all know is wrong, but that realness that he had with me was very refreshing. And, um, and so I would go and I would spend a lot of time with female cops, other places, places that I knew where, you know, women were squared away, like well-respected. And I would go on ride-alongs. I would interview them. I would ask them a lot of questions, you know, and I would just never be a know-it-all. I would definitely like position myself as the little sister, as the little girl who fucking knows nothing, like just teach me. And when you, and when you position yourself that way, there's nothing to be mad about. There's nothing, nothing to be threatened about. Um, and truthfully, I mean, I, I didn't have a bad, um, experience that I, the PD that I started my patrol career at, um, had two other women. I was the third and the senior woman, um, who is now retired, but at the time she was a detective, she was really cool. And she was like, she, I don't know how to explain her. She was definitely one of the guys, the guys loved her. She was highly respected. Um, you know, she was not all of the things that you see on social media. I mean, and listen, you know what? This woman's career prior to that, she was a stripper. Isn't that, I mean, it's crazy. But she came in and she flipped that switch the way that I preach, which obviously I learned a ton from her, you know, and she flipped that switch and she was like, no bitches, like number one, I can fight fucking better than all of you too. Like I'm not coming to work with my tits or my ass out, like fuck all you guys, you you know? And like she was their sister. And like, I just heard from so many guys, like she's, she's one of us. She's like my sister. Like when she was going through a hard time, we were there for her. She's been there for me. Like she is fucking amazing. If you are a quarter of the cop she is, you're going to be fucking doing well. And like, I loved that. That was great. And the other female cop, she took me under her wing. She literally took me under her wing, taught me everything. She was, you know, one of my best friends when I was going through the academy. Um, she, unfortunately, I think had some mental stuff, um, get in the way of our friendship. Unfortunately, she's really, you know, she was going through a bad time. Uh, we really aren't friends anymore, but she really, um, really helped me. And so I didn't experience the whole like women cutting people, like cutting other women down until I, I went to my third agency because I moved two hours south to be with my husband. And this PD had like five women. I came in and I was the fourth woman. And then we hired, like I was the fourth woman. And then like during my time, we hired another girl. So there was five girls at the PD. And I just noticed a lot of cattiness, a lot of um, women being jealous, um, some women getting treated a certain way, other women getting treated not a certain way. Um, we had one, we had an officer who she's just so beautiful and she is naturally 
fucking stunning. Um, and pr- a pretty good cop. I mean, truthfully, like she could do whatever. Um, I, I never went hands on with her. I mean, one time we had to suck a guy out of a car, break the window. I ended up, you know, doing that, calling my sergeant at the same time as I knew he would back me up as I was doing this just in case shit went haywire. But, um, like, I mean, she wasn't a pit bull like me, but I mean, she was all right. But uh, unfortunately, she developed a really bad reputation just because she did a lot of the shit that I tell you not to do. Um, and there was cattiness there, right? And um, it was tough because like, man, I just wanted to be friends. Like I just wanted to be like sisters. Like I wanted, you know, but then we had seen even senior women just cutting the other women down and... um you know, and, and I never understood it and I'm trying to understand it, but here's what I think that it is. Okay. Because as I'm out here and I'm like teaching, don't get it twisted. Even if you, even if I don't like the way you, you present yourself in uniform, you present yourself on your online, you know, I don't, that shit, if you are a good cop, great. Like as much as I fucking hate it and I'll talk to you about it, I'm sure a gazillion more times, like, as long as you are great backup, like, that's the number one thing. Like, people always want to know, like, how do I become a a known? How do I become a respected officer? You need to be the best backup, period. Because that's what matters. Yes, I want you to go out there and I want you to be able to actually do police work. I want to make sure I don't have to babysit you. I want to know that you can go out and do your thing and you can be fine. Like, yes, we all want that, right? But here's here's the truth. What I care about more and what I learned very early on in my um, police career was the guys didn't care about much. They didn't care about how proactive I was. They didn't care about how many cars I stopped. What they cared about is when they fucking asked for help, they never, like, when they heard that I was coming, there was a sigh of relief. It wasn't, oh, fuck, not her, right? And we don't want that. And, um, unfortunately some of the, you know, there was a woman that I worked with. Um, she's no longer a police officer. She was one of the older ones from that PD that had five of us. Um, she was that way. Nobody wanted her for backup. She would make everything worse. Unfortunately, that was true. Um, bitch didn't whine and complained about everything. So, you know, that's why I, I really do stand on a soapbox and I teach about these things. But at no time am I, I want you to know, am I cutting off any of you or any woman off at the knees? I think to be a woman in this job takes a lot of guts, period, the end. Um, my job is just to teach you how to, you know, career tactics, literally on the job career tactics and off the job career tactics. That's it. Like, that's my job. My job is to be who I needed when I was in the job, you know, I, that, and that's, that's how I see it. So don't get it twisted to think that I'm like cutting off any of these women or any woman who's not like following what I'm saying or whatever at the knees. No, I'm not. I'm not. And you don't have to listen to me. You don't have to follow what I have to say. That's okay. Like everybody, you do you. But for the women who, you know, want a mentor, want to have an easier time in law enforcement, who want to thrive, not just survive, and who don't mind listening to somebody who's been there and who also, just so we're clear, like you may be on the road longer than me and all the things. I'm not going to take that away from all of you. Like, hey, listen, 
my career got cut very short, unfortunately. But I still, I've been coaching law enforcement for eight years. I have a husband who's in law enforcement. I'm still highly active in law enforcement. I mean, I've been training, I've been doing all the things. So while I may not be on the road anymore, please understand that I do understand what it takes to be a well-respected officer, um, put together um, one who people actually want to work with. And I know what it takes to survive and thrive in a career. Um, so I'm not out here teaching patrol tactics, okay? So like, let's not get that fucking twisted because I'm not, because I'm not on patrol. Hell, I haven't been on patrol for a few years. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just want you to understand, like, I, I very much know my own lane. Um, and I just wanted to say, like, I hope that you'll take this podcast and you'll just reflect. And if you're cutting off anybody at the knees and, and if you're feeling resentful or jealous or just angry with other women because it's like your PD and like you're feeling very um, territorial and stuff. Take a look at that and reflect, okay? Truly. Um, Because we need to come together. We need far more of us and we need to come together. We're stronger together. Don't forget, everybody loves it when, you know, women or minorities like are fighting each other because then they're still weak. But if we can come together, we can help one another. If you see a girl slacking and like looks like a bag of ass, you can very much supportively and appropriately help her. Okay. And on the flip side, don't be that know-it-all asshole. Don't come on thinking you're fucking hot shit. You're going to go bang this one and that one and you're the best and stop that. Like your women can be your best friend. Other women just like you could teach you so fucking much and um, just be open to it. So that's my message today. Women need needing to come together and support women. Share this if you know somebody who could use this. Um, subscribe to the podcast. We're doing daily drops five days a week now. Um, and I'm going to be looking at starting a live Q&A show on the socials. If that's something you're interested in, let me know. Let me know you, that you're going to attend. You're going to watch. We're going to hang out. That's definitely something I'm moving towards. I appreciate you as always and stay safe. They buried me in the water and I came out new. Ha <laughs> ha! Now I'm baptized in blue. I'm a fighter. I'm a never quit. I refuse to lose. I got heart and I got gritty. I'm a warrior. Just been baptized in blue. I'm a warrior. Just been baptized in blue. I'm a fighter. Never
baptized in blue I'm a warrior that's been baptized in blue I'm a fighter, never win or never quit I refuse to lose, I got heart and I got dizzy I'm a warrior that's been baptized in blue I'm a When I see your name on the wall All I feel is rage Put me in a cage Let me brawl Sometimes I can't help but cry Like why did he die? I know it was him But it could've been I What about the kids? Uh, what about the spouse? Yeah, now who gon' put food Inside them babies' mouth? It's a bigger picture When the officer down Domino effect Blue Nation family Country and town The media don't cover us huh. Well maybe Fox Cause MSNBC and CNN Surely don't care about cops Politicians more concerned About protecting the legal Instead of laying the law down And protecting the people Let me get off my soapbox Before I curse I don't see way too many cops Riding in hearse Well I wouldn't expect you to understand What I do Only the thin blue light Cause they baptized in blue, uh. I'm a fighter, I'm a winner, never quit, I refuse to lose, I got heart and I got gritty, I'm a warrior, that's been baptized in blue, I'm a warrior, that's been baptized in blue, I'm a fighter, I'm gonna complete it if that means being deleted. I live with the credence. I do this for the combat vets and LEOs when I'm suited, ready to go. It's either the friend or foe. Only Lord knows what my future's in store. I only kill with the host to see more. So God don't close that door. If I take a life, it's him or me. With the host to survive, not big a tree. I go in situations that you cannot imagine. Deal with things that you cannot fathom. No, it buts a rather. I'd rather fight for cause than live for nothing. So when you read my headstone, you know I die for something. You hypersensitive, she complain by justified force. You blame the cops first, that don't work, you blame the courts. But I wouldn't expect you to understand what I do. Only the thin blue line, cause they baptized in blue. Oh, I'm a fighter. I never quit, I refuse to lose I got heart and I got gritty I'm a warrior that's been baptized in blue I'm a warrior that's been baptized in blue I'm a fighter, never win or never quit I refuse to lose I got heart and I got gritty I'm a warrior that's been baptized in blue I'm a warrior that's been baptized in blue uh.